Hi, need a ride? Hop on in. I'm headed to Julia's Trucking Cafe. Come on, let's go. We made it just in time. Come on, let's go get a seat. <laughs> Welcome to Julia's Trucking Cafe. Come on in, grab yourself a seat, get yourself something to drink. All right, now everybody just calm down, sit down. Let's enjoy the show. I've got a lot of news to get to, so we don't want to be here all evening. In our first article of news, Firefighters teach truck drivers how to chain up using snow chains on their tires. Oregon firefighters say that they were concerned that they had to teach a team of truck drivers how to chain up following a multi-vehicle crash that was captured on dash cam. This happened, uh, was reported last week, Wednesday, February 27th. Local police say that the crash happened just before midnight on Thursday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, on Highway 97, near mile marker 29 in Sherman County, Oregon. An officer with Sherman County Sheriff's Office was on the scene where there was already a rolled-over semi behind a patrol car and a jackknife semi a 100 yards in front of the patrol car when a third semi-truck lost control and skidded into the police cruiser. Fortunately, the patrol car was unoccupied when the crash occurred and no one was hurt. In a post on Facebook, the South Sherman Fire and Rescue Department firefighters say that they found it extremely concerning, quote-unquote, that neither truck driver in the third semi-truck knew how to chain up. Well, come on, guys, they don't teach you that in driving school. And the trainers are supposed to teach you that, but if you're running a southern route... I don't know how to chain chain up snow tires. If I have to chain, I'll park it. If this off this firefighter said he finds it extremely concerning that a team of drivers from the biggest trucking company in the U.S. asked members of South Sherman how to put on tire chains. I would like to thank a 19-year-old firefighter for showing the two truck drivers how to put on their tire chains. Again. Please slow down, stay safe, and watch out for emergency vehicles. Remember, slow down and move over when you can for emergency vehicles. It's the law. And in the article, you will see how this young man helped these drivers put on snow chains. Now, another story. Three people were killed in a wreck when a semi-truck parked on the shoulder of the road because the driver was out of hours. This is something I've talked to you guys about repeatedly on this show about not parking on the shoulder of the interstate, that it is illegal and it is very dangerous. Three people were killed and one other person was critically injured when an SUV collided with a semi-truck that was parked on the shoulder of a California interstate. The incident happened around 1.30 in the morning last week Thursday, February 28th on Iowa 80 in Emeryville, California. 
A family of four siblings ranging in age from 17 to 26 were driving westbound on I-80 near the Bay Bridge Toll Plaza area when their vehicle veered to the right, leaving the roadway for unknown reasons and colliding with a semi-truck parked on the shoulder of Iowa 80, according to California Highway Patrol. When they arrived at the scene, they found the SUV was trapped underneath the rig. The 24-year-old SUV driver and his two sisters died in the crash. The other brother, who was 17, was transported to the hospital for treatment of critical injuries. The truck driver was not hurt. California Highway Patrol admits that the SUV may have been driving too fast on a wet roadway, but they also say that the semi-truck should not have been parked on the shoulder of the interstate. California Highway Patrol Herman Baza explained the driver of the big rig had pulled over to get some rest. Apparently, he was sleeping when the collision happened. California Highway Patrol says that it is illegal to park on the shoulder of the interstate for anything other than an emergency. The driver was ticketed for illegal parking. He should be um, also charged with murder. The truck driver told police that he had pulled off onto the shoulder to sleep because he was almost out of available drive time and did not want to violate his hours of service regulation. God damn it. You know, you killed three people because your stupidity of parking on the side of the interstate. I take a hit on my ELD any day of the week before I'd hurt somebody. The driver could have continued to the next exit and looked for parking near the port of Oakland, but local truck driver Oscar Sanchez says that finding available truck parking is almost impossible at those times. It's called trip planning, Sanchez. Sometimes you come here on the weekends, you'll find people that come out from a state of sleeping in the middle of the street because there's no parking. So far, the truck driver's only facing a parking ticket, but California Highway Patrol says that is still investigating and more charges could follow. God, I hope so. For You can see more on the crash in the article below. Now, Border Patrol, and some more news, X-rays a semi-truck and finds illegal immigrants in semi's wind deflector. Now, Border Patrol, in our next article, pulls over a semi-truck for inspection and finds illegal immigrants in the wind deflector, which I always call like an airfoil up above the cab. And there's a picture of the X-ray. Texas Border Patrol agents say that they found two illegal immigrants hiding in a semi-truck's, they call it a wind jammer, during an inspection at a checkpoint this week. It's a, they're sitting on the cab behind this airfoil. The incident happened on Tuesday, February 26th at the I-35 checkpoint in Laredo, Texas, as a semi-truck approached the primary inspection lane. While inspecting the truck, a Border Patrol agent detected two individuals hiding uh, overhead above the truck driver's head. Both of the individuals were determined to be Mexican nationals who had entered the U.S. illegally. Border Patrol agents say that the truck driver is a Mexican national who is, who is in the U.S. legally. Agents arrested all three people on charges related to human smuggling and Border Patrol says that they will be processed accordingly. Border Patrol agents use non-intrusive inspection technology, I can't talk, 
including large-scale x-rays and gamma-ray imaging systems at border checkpoints to help them locate contraband or illegal immigrants hiding inside of the vehicles. It's kind of cool. It's actually a big frame-looking thing, and as you drive by, it scans the whole truck, trailer, and all for any kind of contraband or anything. I went through one of them when I was coming uh, out of Laredo one time. It's kind of cool. In other news, a group of truckers have been stuck on a snowy highway since Monday. Now, this article was wrote written last week Wednesday. I'll talk eventually, y'all. Y'all laughing at me? A group Now this is not something to laugh about. A group of semi-truck drivers have been stranded on an Idaho hi- highway since Monday, and they won't be going anywhere anytime soon, according to local transportation officials. Apparently, a dozen truck drivers have been stranded on Highway 20 and Highway 87 Junction near Island Park, Idaho, since Monday evening, February 25th, because of a road closure brought on by severe winter weather. Many of the drivers who have now been stranded in their trucks on Highway 20 for nearly two days have run out of their own fuel or food, but have been brought fresh supplies by volunteers with Fremont County. Tow truck driver Danny Casillas expressed his frustration with the situation. He says, quote, it's 2019, maybe one day, one night stuck out here, but you know, two, three days stuck? This shouldn't be happening. Like, I know it's crappy weather, but they have big rotaries that could come in here, make a big path. Get these guys out of there, he said. Unfortunately, the truck drivers won't be getting out anytime soon. Uh, Idaho Transportation Department spokesman Megan Stark said that the very earliest they might be able to get the stranded truck drivers out would be sometime on Thursday. They've got drifts from anywhere from 6 to 10 feet with 40 mile an hour winds. It's pretty bad. So for safety purposes and keeping everybody warm and everything, we have the road closed. Fremont County says they will continue to provide supplies to the truck drivers until they are able to get off the highway. I would hope so. And three men from Texas were arrested for giving false truck inspections. Texas police say that they arrested and charged three men last week for conducting unlawful inspections on semi-trucks. Monday, February 25th, Aaron Wiggins, Joe Wiggins, and Stephen Ball were arrested by officers with the Harris County Constable's Office and accused of faking DOT inspections on semi-trucks at a licensed state vehicle inspection station. The arrest came after a multi-agency investigation into operations at the truck and trailer inspection business located on Pearl Street, during which officers observed a surprisingly large number of trucks, 122 in total, being inspected in just two days. You think? Harris County Precinct 4 Constable Mark Herman said they were fraudulently inspecting these vehicles. They weren't doing the correct inspections on them, and then they were forging government documents saying they passed state inspection when they actually didn't. Officers with the Texas Department of Public Safety assisted in the investigation. Wiggins, Wiggins, I take it they're brothers, and Ball were each charged with two felony counts of tampering with a governmental record. More charges could be coming. Hermaine said this type of criminal activity affords the opportunity for unsafe vehicles to be driven on a public roadways 
due to not meeting the minimum safety standards. Illicit money gained from these types of activities is often used to fund other criminal activities. But you don't know that for sure. You're just assuming. And you know what happens when you assume something. It makes an ass out of you and me. This episode of Julia's Truck and Cafe is brought to you by Julia's Virtual Assistant Service. Have you ever thought about hiring a virtual assistant? Do you even know what a virtual assistant is? Well, may I suggest you contact Julia's Virtual Assistant Service to find out how they can help you and your business. Do you hate have things that you hate doing? Are you an owner-operator and have receipts that you have to turn in to your accountant for taxes? Well, hand them over to Julia's Virtual Assistant Service and concentrate on the things that you enjoy doing, and that would save you a little bit of money. From... They do from basic web design, social media marketing, bookkeeping to transcription. Julia's Virtual Assistant Service can help you and your business with the things that you hate doing. Any tasks that you have, hand it over to them. Contact Julia's Virtual Assistant Service today by going to their website at juliasvaservice.com. That's Julia's, V as in Victor, A as in Apple, service.com juliasvaservice.com for economical pricing and quick turnaround time. Now, in other news, a huge year-long construction project is about to commence on I-75 in Detroit. Michigan transportation officials are warning drivers to expect serious delays when a massive construction project kicks off this week as I'm recording the show. Starting tomorrow, March 4th, Crews will begin work on an 8-mile stretch of I-75 between Coolidge Highway and 13-mile road in Metro Detroit. In other words, stay the hell out of downtown Detroit. Crews will be working on improving 18 structures, upgrading drainage, constructing community-developed aesthetics, and federally approved noise walls, and continuing construction of the high-occupancy or HOV lane, according to a news release from the Michigan Department of Transportation. When the project begins, all traffic on I-75 will start to be shifted to the southbound lanes of the interstate. The traffic shift to the southbound lanes is expected to be complete by the mid-March. The project is expected to result in major traffic delays, transportation officials warn. The shift of all traffic onto the southbound I-75 will remain in place all this year till November, when all lanes of I-75 will then reopen. Then early next year, in 2020, all I-75 traffic will be shifted to the northbound lanes of the interstate. The entire 8-mile section of I-75 construction project is set to be completed by November of 2020. This is the second phase of a larger project to modernize and rebuild 18 miles of I-75 in the Detroit area. The cost of the total construction project is $944 million. Uh, Why don't you fix the rest of 75, like from the line all the way up to Detroit and from Detroit on up? But no, you're just going to fix around Detroit. You know, come on. Really? And in other news, kind of, it's not funny, but it is kind of funny. A 20-pound turkey smashes into the windshield of a 46,000-pound rig and survives. A wild turkey and a semi-truck driver are both lucky to be okay. 
after the bird shattered the driver's windshield and lived to tell about it. The incident happened last week Wednesday on I-75 in Sarasota County, Florida. Truck driver Nick Gherkin, 66, was traveling southbound on the interstate at about 65 miles an hour when a wild turkey suddenly collided with his windshield, shattering the glass on the passenger side. Since he was only five miles from the company shop, Gherkin decided to turn around and head back. He was thinking that the bird must have flown out after the crash. When Gherkin arrived, he was in for a surprise. Lo and behold, he said, I'm looking around and I see this pair of feet and legs and a big tail sticking out of the nylon netting in the storage area under the bunk. Turns out it was the turkey, he said. After noting that the turkey was alive, Gherkin left the drawers of his truck open, hoping that the bird would fly out. When it didn't, a worker from the shop came to came in to help remove it. Gherkin said that he believed the bird had a hurt wing, but he thinks that the animal will be okay. Gherkin had driven trucks for more than 20 years and says that he has hit hawks, eagles, and turkey turtles, but never a turkey. So in the article that will be in the show notes on our website at juliastruckatcafe.com, you can see the video of what is going on with this turkey. Tennessee DOT reports that I-24 it will be closed until after March 15th after a landslide. Interstate 24 will be closed until at least March 15th while crews work to build a temporary lane shift after a landslide blocked the road over this last weekend. The landslide was reported Saturday evening between Old Hickory Boulevard and Briley Parkway. Assistant Chief Engineer Will Reed said the situation will take some time to resolve, adding the material they're having to move is extremely unpredictable. Some 50,000 yards of material has to be removed from the hill before they could create a permanent fix. That's about 5,000 dump truck loads. DOT said they have a three-pronged plan to address the issue. They first have to remove the material, which is still moving as of last week Wednesday from the hill. Then they have the project will close the interstate until at least March 15th while crews shift the roadway. Finally, crews will build a permanent ramp to prevent additional slides. Traffic is being diverted onto Old Hickory Boulevard. Drivers could take Old Hickory Boulevard to I-65 to get to Nashville. White Creek's Pike is also an alternate route. This is one of 27 slides across the state of Tennessee. In Kansas City, Missouri, the Missouri Department of Transportation is warning motorists to expect massive impacts to traffic as a part of a bridge replacement and reconfiguration project at I-70 and I-435 interchange. Uh, Missouri DOT said on Thursday that on Thursday, March 7th and Friday, March 8th, crews are expected to close the right lane of eastbound I-70 from 18th Street to Cleveland Avenue from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. each day. This closure is due to state signs and equipment for a bigger project to begin mid-March. They said the project will start the replacement of bridges within the interchange and reconfigure the interchange to a partial turbine design. Uh, they expect the project will improve ramp configuration, ease congestion, and reduce crashes in the area. Starting in mid-March, crews are expected to close four ramps through December of 2020. 
The ramps will be westbound I-70 loop ramp to southbound I-35. The suggested detour of westbound I-70 to Manchester to turn around to eastbound I-70 onto southbound I-435. The next closure is eastbound I-70 loop ramp to northbound I-435. The suggested detour for that one is US-40 starting near 31st Street to northbound I-435. The next closure is on ramp from Manchester to westbound I-70 and then eastbound I-70 exit ramp to Manchester. Chester, excuse me. Missouri DOT said it will be releasing more information about ramp closures and additional impacts at a later date. This is a $47 million project that is being fully funded by Missouri DOT. Bloody, 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 blah. Truck driver takes a restricted mountain route and winds up in a creek. A semi-truck driver dared to take a North Carolina mountain road marked as a no-truck route and paid the price, falling down an embankment and landing in the creek below. This incident happened back in February, about the middle of February, in North Carolina. North Carolina troopers say that a truck hauling railroad ties entered a restriction, restricted section of Highway 64 through Kulasaja Gorge, the trucker reportedly swerved to avoid an oncoming vehicle on the tight mountain highway and caused his load to shift. The truck then overturned and fell down the embankment into Buck Creek below. The driver was taken to the hospital for treatment and serious injuries. Looking at the photos, he definitely was a day cab, looked like it was a flatbed. Paul Corbin of the Fire and Rescue says that the trucks are not allowed on that section of Highway 64, but that drivers often follow their GPS devices and ignore road signs. There's a big sign that says restricted road, turn around, and the government put the turnaround in. They're just not following it, he said. The truck driver was cited by state police for driving on a restricted route. Highway 64 was shut down for about eight hours while crews worked to remove the truck from the creek. And now for Lee's Bullshed. Hey, Lee, how are you? Hey, I got one thing to say. I think that groundhog is full of crap. What do you think? <laughs> are you talking about Puxatani Phil? Yeah, I need to get his email. I need to send him a message, and I'm going to tell him about it. Because anyway, this snowing eye's got to go anyway. It's, it's got to go. But anyway, I heard that guy that come off of that mountain. Okay. For number one, the signs, folks, I hope the driver's okay. I do. I don't want to see nobody hurt, you know, whatever. But here's your sign, Okay. Read it. Quit bothering the GPS like that. Read your signs, too. Plus, he's in a day cap. So that means he's what so maybe, like, pretty local, right? Come on, okay? He's got to heard of this place. He knows this place. I know of this place. So I'm sure he does. Now, you know, I, like I said, I hope the guy's okay. But come on, man. What was you thinking? You know, you could have you could have ended yourself right there. What was you thinking? Right. So, anyway, like the bridge episode, huh? Read here's your sign, you know. Right. <laughs> so anyway, so what's going on with this weather? I don't know, man. There's like thirty inches back home in Wisconsin in my hometown. We're I'm in Mississippi right now and we're getting a lot of rain. It's supposed to drop down in twenty degrees this evening here at my house. So it's well, gonna be slicker than snot on a doorknob. 
Yeah, I'm going back up again, up on 40, and I seen I don't know how many wrecks up there. Big trucks, I, I turned over in the middle, you know, and this storm come through. I have never seen a storm come through this fast. I met a buddy of mine, and he called me, and I asked him what it was doing behind him. He said it was raining. Within an hour, when I got on the big road, it was solid. Wow. Within an hour, I thought, good Lord, you know. And, of course, they're not doing anything to the road. You know, they don't get out of bed about 8 o'clock. You know, whatever, you know. So, anyway, it was it was tough there for about 100 miles. It was pretty tough. So, anyway, but you're talking about that guy right there we was talking about, you know, running off that mountain. Many moons ago, I used to I used to pull a roof or something when I wasn't hauling cattle. And uh, what back then, if you remember, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, was the king of the chicken houses, if you remember that. Uh-huh. I swear to God, that was always in that town with chicken houses. And what I was doing, I was running them out to L.A., up in California, whatever, you know, running them chickens up there. And I'd pick up a load of strawberries at one little town and go right down the road down there. And another little town, I'd pick up two pallets of lettuce. And I'd take it all the way to Chicago up there to Jewel Foods. Okay. Well, I got where that was kind of being my regular deal there for several weeks. And actually, there was three of us that was kind of, you know, we got to talking. We was all there, right? Well, we're up there, we loaded our strawberries, we're going to head on over and get our lettuce. Well, me and that other old boy, we was up there, and, and they had this little room drivers went into, and they had a TV, you know, a nice little place, right? And we're waiting to get loaded. And he said, I wonder where that other hand is at. I said, I don't know, he ought to be here but now. Well, a news alert come on the TV. <laughs> and here's this truck. The truck parts on the road, the trailer parts on the road, but there ain't nothing in the middle. Wow. And I said, hey, ain't that that dude's truck? You know, ain't that guy? He said, you know, I think it is. <laughs> you know, wow. Read your side, you know. We was out in California, and, and that's the world's worst about some of them places. But I mean, the front of the truck was on, you know, on the road, but there was nothing all the way to the tandems. Wow. So. Anyway, I thought, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, anyway, so, so what I do you thought, think? What do you think about these three people that were killed in that crash when a semi truck was parked on the shoulder of the road because he was out of hours? Well, let me tell you personally, I think that boy right there, ever who was driving that truck, ought to lose a CDL permanently. It's what I think. Yep. And I'll tell you why. Number one, getting on the side of the road is dangerous. I don't care if you broke down. It is dangerous in the first place. Number two, it's illegal to park on the side of the road. It's illegal. Yep. And, I mean, them people, they might have been at fault or whatever, but the guy shouldn't have been there in the first place. Come on, run on down the road. Because DOT says if you're out of time, you they, they will allow you to go someplace that's got facilities or whatever, if you if you can get there, you can go, and they can't do nothing about it. Fine, in route to a safe haven, they usually say exactly to put right. in your ELD. Exactly right. I mean, that's my personal opinion. The guy shouldn't have been there. I mean, it's getting real bad about people doing that, pulling over side of the road, walking their dog. Come right. on, you know. 
We talked about that on a previous episode yeah, already. We did. But, I mean, I, you see it all the time. You know, now if there's snow and stuff like like what all I was in this morning, I did see a couple of trucks put on the side of the road. But what they did, it was like on a on an on ramp. They got as far as they could, trying to get out of the way. Is mm-hmm. what they was doing. I mean, now stuff like that. Yes, yeah, sometimes it happens. I've been on roads they closed, and where are you gonna go? You know, I mean, really. I mean, you're shut down. You can't run, you know, and stuff like that. But just to be sitting there because you're out of hours, no, that that don't roll. And three and three people lost their lives. And the fam, what about the families and the family members and everything that don't have those people around anymore? Exactly. And I mean, my heart goes out to them. It really does. Over something like that, could have been prevented. Because the guy would have, now if he was broke down and had his cones out, you know, and stuff like that, it would have been a whole different deal. He didn't have no control over it. And he had control over this, and he made the wrong decision, or he just didn't care. Yep. But I personally think they ought to jerk his CDL. The guy should never get in a truck again for ever. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. Now, on a, so. on a lighter side, uh, there, what about the 20-pound turkey that comes through somebody's windshield? Have you ever had that happen to you? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what did happen to me one time. Me and a buddy of mine were hauling load. He got, I'm in my truck, I'm in front, got a load of cows on, he got a load of cows on. We're going down there, and I'm driving Peterbilt, 397. And I had a doggone hawk come through my right windshield. Now, this is true. Right. Come through the windshield. Well, I thought he was dead. Guess what? He wasn't dead. <laughs> <laughs> Me and him was a fighting that I'm trying to get put over. And my buddy's yelling on the radio. He said, man, feathers is flying and you're going out <laughs> on the road. You know, I'm trying to get pulled over. And it's like, man, too, boy. I mean, I'm like, oh, good Lord, you know. But I had a time with that dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but, Those suckers peck and they hurt. <laughs> yeah, boy, I'm telling you that. I thought he was dead, but, oh, he wasn't dead, you know. I mean, we were going around and around with that. But uh, I'll tell you another instance that happened. Somebody had a soft drink, like they bought, like at a drive-thru, you know, had a lid on it and everything. And it had crushed ice. You know, some places use crushed ice. And this person threw it out of the window of their car going down the road. It went through a truck driver's front windshield. Wow. So, I, I mean, if you think about it, that crushed ice, I mean, some of that stuff packs pretty hard. You right. know what I mean? Right. And when, when that, whenever he threw it out, it just like the wind. And, you know, I don't know how fast they was running, but it was just like a cannonball, man. Yeah, or a bullet. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, a bullet so, going through your dog. Going, I, only exactly. had, I only had, I think it was an owl, and it hit the very edge of my right windshield in all my experience. And it tried to take out the, it really messed up the hood mirror, just kind of cocked it around and stuff. It didn't break anything. But that was about the only thing. But I see a lot of red tail hawks flying back and forth across the highways and stuff, especially because I run a lot at night. And right. man, yeah, man, you can't see them suckers, boy. They're hunting. And going after mice or rabbits or whatever, and they'll dive bomb something, and they ain't looking for no doggone big truck. That's for doggone sure. But man, well, a you t- twenty you know, pound you wild about, turkey, dang. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you take these old birds as 
you know, cleaning up the roadkill and stuff. You coming through there at night, you know, and them birds fly out of there, you know, whatever, boom. You know, I mean, there you go, right? I mean, there's all kinds of things that, you know, like driving at night, especially that you really got to kind of keep in mind, you know. But I tell you what, if I see a hawk, I'm going the other way. <laughs> well, and that's like those, we have a lot of buzzards around here in Mississippi. I mean, and their wingspan is huge. And oh, yeah. they come swooping down and stuff or can't pick their big butts up off the road before you're going to hit them. And they're like right windshield height. And I'm like, them suckers are, are as big as a damn turkey and body-wise, but their wingspan is so doggone long. And oh, yeah. I was afraid I was going to hit one a couple of times myself. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people don't think about that, but if you had your choice, if you was going to hit something, had you rather hit a deer or hit a bird? Yeah, neither one is good. Well, <laughs> I've done both. Neither one is good. <laughs> Most of the time, when you hit a bird, it's going to be up towards you, towards yeah. the windshield area. Like, if you think about it, yeah. that's where more likely you're going to hit a bird. Of course, a deer, you know, you'd hit that. I mean, I, I ain't saying hit either one of them, but right. you know what I mean? I mean, if you know, if somebody hit Jay, you got to hit something, you know, okay. What about my ex-wife? No, I didn't hit <laughs> I didn't do that. But anyway, but anyway, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. So, anyway, uh-huh. So. Yeah, you'd run over her twice. No, I'm picking them. No, I couldn't do that. I'd probably have to play for it again. Yeah, so. right? <laughs> so, anyway. There's, so. And one more story. Um, there is a group of truck drivers that are stuck on a snowy highway since Monday. And yeah. uh, they're up in Idaho. And they have, they've been stuck since last, this story come out last week, Wednesday, and they've been stuck since Monday evening on the high, uh, on this um, U.S. highway in Idaho because the snow is so packed up and drifting and 30 and 40 mile an hour winds, they couldn't get them off the road. So these guys are running out of diesel, they're running out of food. So hopefully, by the time we air this, that they're going to be, you know, okay and that they'll be off the road. Well, I hope they do. I really do. I have been almost in them situations. Well, I have been in them situations. And uh, I, I tell you, my personal feelings about this, I'm blaming where I'm at. It's what I'm doing. And I'll tell you why. Everybody, especially a truck, pays taxes road taxes here 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 why did it get this bad why wasn't people trying to take care of the road that's what i don't get yeah they they were like i said they were saying 40 mile an hour wind gusts um and for safety purposes you know to try to keep everybody warm they closed down the highway there are six to ten foot snow drifts up there they were bringing them food and they say gas but diesel via snowmobile so because Uh, it was that bad you know they couldn't they were stranded and that's what i always worry about you know that's why i have plenty of food exactly exactly but still think about it okay these whoever whoever these people run the highway department right oh this road's going to get bad. Let's just shut it down right now. We, uh, well, wait a minute. We got trucks on this road. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. I blame the people there. Look, have enough common sense. Like, well, let's get everybody off of the road or get them to safety. Then let's shut the road down. Yeah. Don't let nobody in the road. Don't let nobody go down the road. You know, to me, that just makes sense. 
that's just like when you're on an interstate, uh, a lot of states, the, ca- the county that the interstate runs through, that county is responsible for their county width of the interstate. Well, this morning going down the road, man can't even see a line. Right. Okay, I go on down and all of a sudden I see a little trail, you know. Then it kind of got a little better. Yep. Then all of a sudden it goes back to no lines again. They don't pre-treat, you know? and I don't understand why. Only like I've only know like Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin might pre-treat their highways. Missouri, uh, Kansas, um, Oklahoma, even Mississippi and stuff. They don't. They don't know what the heck to do with ice, and they don't pre-treat their highways. It's ridiculous. They'd rather now, have you, all these pileups and everything than say um, spend a little money to pre-treat the damn highways. Exactly. Like I said, where, where's all of our tax dollars for this stuff going? Right. I understand that's probably a pretty expensive deal, but hey, you expect that, right? I mean, you know. Now I will say a lot of states take a lot better care of the roads now than they did 30 years ago, and you should know what I'm talking about. I mean, they they, they didn't they didn't have the stuff. The only thing they know do is go out there and spray, you know, put them little deals and do a little gravel or whatever that stuff is, you know, the salt. They, they yeah, they did it. the salt way back then. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, but now they've got this, Kim, that old white stuff, you know, they spray. Good yeah. Lord. Pre-treating, yeah. Hit, yeah, anything hit that, man, it melts. It yeah. melts. You know, but then it gets sprayed all over your truck if you're going by the doggone plow that's putting putting that stuff down. It's like good night. I got that stuff all over my truck. Oh, I mean, I'm scared to get close to it to get into it. I guess I'm on here so, so bad. So I you're mean, looking like a big candy cane right about now. Yeah, is it your truck you red and white that. now? <laughs> you got that. I mean, it's just this fun pitiful, you know. So, but you know. <laughs> I had one little problem today. My right sprayer on my windshield wiser froze up or something. It wasn't working. But the left one was working, so I could see now, where I was going. Now, <laughs> you know what to do uh, on a, in an instance like that. You get yourself a doggone bottle of rubbing alcohol and dump half of it in the windshield washer fluid. Come on, now. But, but it was just the uh, right one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the left one was working fine. I can see, okay? And I wasn't going to pull over the shoulder either. I mean, and I'll tell you something. I seen, I seen a bunch of a bunch of accidents. Trucks was rolled over on the side and stuff like that going up this morning. But what really caught my attention, this one was in the middle. I'm assuming he was going eastbound on 40, right? Okay. And uh, when, I, when I come creeping through there this morning, there was like a highway patrol, a hamlet, you know. So, you know, people who belong there, you know what I mean? And uh, coming back down through there, there wasn't nobody that should have been there. There was people walking around looking in that truck. What? And the guy's doors was bowled out. You'd see boxes. And I thought, I wonder if you're checking on this driver, are you checking out something to steal? Right? Yeah. First thing entered my mind, I thought, good God. People, you know, looting. I don't know. Yeah, you know, so they're looting. Yeah. Well, no, the guy's loaded. The doors are buckled out. But they're not even unloading this truck or trying to get this truck, you know, off the medium. Well, you know, no, what, uh, 
what I was meaning was that the strangers walking around the truck were going to loot and try to rip off what was inside exactly. the trailer. Exactly. So yeah. that's what I mean. I mean, you could tell every who that some of them people was there. They like didn't belong there. You right. know what I mean? I mean, you could just kind of tell. And I thought that's pretty bad. Right. You know, that that's pretty bad. It, it's it sure is. That's bad. I thought, man. <laughs> you know, I did. I don't know. But anyway. Well, so I know. I know you've had a long day today, so we're going to go ahead and let you go. We appreciate you stopping by again this week. So you take care and keep the shiny side up and stay warm because I hear it's going to get chilly where you're at this uh, evening. Yes, it's supposed to be down in the zero over here in the morning. So anyway, but if anybody got that groundhog's number please let me have it i want to talk to this guy you go ahead and yeah they could go ahead and email (laughs) they could go ahead and email me and i'll make sure you get it i i definitely appreciate it y'all so y'all be safe out there and god bless all right i greatly greatly appreciate all of you who tune in every week to listen to the cafe if you are new here to the cafe and you would like to check us out at the bottom of every podcast episode on the website at juliastruckingcafe.com, I have links that I've listed on where you can find me, like iHeartRadio, YouTube, iTunes, and many more. I have also created a page of where else to find our podcast. Just click on there, click on any of the pictures, and it will take you directly to Spreakers, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many more. Also, I would ask, please like us on Facebook, and don't forget to join our discussion group at Julia's Truck and Cafe Regulars. On the website, I share recipes under cooking in your truck, videos, and pictures, of, also on the page of stupid things that drivers do. Please subscribe to our email list, and I will send you the show notes right to your inbox. This way, you don't have to keep coming back to the website if you want to read the articles or look at the pictures for yourself. I'm glad that you come and visit the website, but if you just don't have time, I understand, and you could go ahead and get them right in your inbox. In the future, I'll be having new things coming out, and if you're on the email list, you will have priority in getting those new things that are in the works. Um, Before I forget, please feel free to leave a comment at the bottom of any episode on the website that you listen to, or in YouTube, or on Facebook, or you can email me. I have plenty of ways to get a hold of me. I really appreciate y'all's comments. I read each and every one. If you have an idea for an upcoming show, please feel free to email me. My email is listed on the contact page of the website. I hope everyone keeps the shiny side up. Please stay safe out there. Stay warm. Bundle up. If you're in the south, stay dry. Slow down. Please turn on your headlights when using your windshield wipers. And please use your turn signals. And I hope you have a great week. Come to